It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me as always, Frankie Vegas. Hello. And we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. So bring on the flux capacitor. Bring on the plutonium. No, I need to sit down and think that out. Damn it. You can't do it off the cuff, you dumbass. Welcome to the Golden 80s. Glad you guys could join us as we ramble on about our favorite shit from the 80s. The 1880s. Oh, I, 19, I'm sorry. Are you, that, are you that old? <laughs> I knew you were old. Shit, but damn. Yeah, me and, me and Laura Ingle, man, we had a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Little House in the Prairie, Prairie, oh my, was not an accurate description of uh, what was what frontier life was like at that time. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> It was a little harder than what they made it. <laughs> I think in, if you go back into uh, the Big Bang series, I think Sheldon actually points that out to his uh, oh, to yeah. his girlfriend at the time about, uh, well, this wasn't even invented until, you know, way <laughs> after this was supposed to be set in. So it's kind of funny. to. Yeah. When was Little House in the Praise? Was that the 70s or was that the 80s? Uh, both. I Did mean, it started in the early 70s, then it went into the early 80s. It just kind of kept on going. Yeah. Michael fucking landed, Michael man. Michael fucking landed. He did uh, a show that I actually watched quite a bit, which was, uh, the, oh shit, now I can't think of the name of it. Highway but, to Heaven? Or thank Nanda you. Or? No, it was mm-hmm. Highway to Heaven. That's yeah. what it was. That was a good show. It was. He did that with uh, Victor French, who yeah. was also on Little House on the Prairie. Yes. And yes. Isaiah. It was it was a really good show. I enjoyed it. It was. It was. I, I liked Little House on the Prairie. I mean, I didn't hate it. I just never watched it. It yeah. wasn't like, man, in, in my young brain, it wasn't what I was interested well, in watching. Well, my mom liked it, so you know, so right. I would watch it with her, and it was like it was. I got into some of them, right? You know. I, oh, they were they were they were very interesting. I mean. You know. Mary Ingalls was hot, you know. <laughs> Nelly well, was kind of hot. You if, know? You're, if you're going to judge your TV shows by the fuckability of the... <laughs> Maybe we ought to do a show on that. What was our what was our crushes in... Can you imagine the title of the episode, The uh, Fuckability of the 80s? <laughs> we were just... teenagers, so everybody was on the table. Everybody. <laughs> It didn't matter, yeah, because we were all the same age as some of those characters. But yeah, but their moms were still hot too. Oh yeah, Stacy's mom. Stacy. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> the Golden Image Eighties at Gmail dot com for all of your hate mail. There you go. Yeah, bring yeah. it. To address yeah. it directly to Frankie Vegas. You know, we didn't bring it up the last episode, but didn't you have something happen? Um, something important happened. Yes, you know we were. I actually was uh, very involved in your story last episode, yeah. so uh, I did. Uh, congratulations to Gunner and Sarah. It's been a, it's been a few weeks by the time this comes out, yeah. but um, the they, the birth of their daughter. We we finally got a baby, another baby golden in the in the family. She is absolutely fucking adorable, and um, she'll be starting her next po- her new podcast next yep, week. Yep, it's true. <laughs> How to cry when your diaper's full. 
It's going to be a fucking hit. Yeah. The guest, the co-host is Penny. Uh-huh. The puppy. Penny the puppy. <laughs> you know, we're going to get a million hits on that one. That'll be <laughs> that'll be the award-winning podcast. <laughs> you know it to be true. Uh, but yeah, I'm very I'm very happy for them. Um very excited for them, you know, as they start this new uh adventure in their life and as you well know, it can be an adventure. Oh yeah. Yep. So we're excited. We're excited yep. for them. Yep. But she is adorable. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not going to say her name because I don't know if they wanted to say her name on. Mm, I think, <laughs> I, I don't think it's, a, I think Gunner announced it during Call Guys, didn't he? When they Did were it? talking about names, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they were trying to think of nicknames. Yeah. yeah. So it is a Sophia Joe. Yeah. She She's a cutie. Yeah. Uh, born, uh, what was it, uh, October uh, 20th. You know why I know it's the 20th? Because me and her are 20th babies. Oh, I, I'm there born on the 20th. She's born on the 20th. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which yeah. I, I was, uh, you know, I love that part of it. But I was kind of hoping she would be born on the 19th because that's my work an- anniversary. Ah. October 19th is my work anniversary. And I was like, oh, man, that would be too cool because then I'll never, ever forget my work anniversary date because go. it'll be Sophie's birthday. Yeah. But go. it's a day after, and that's okay because now we're twentieth babies. There you go. I love it. Well, congratulations to you, Grandpa. For Thank the you. Third time. I, I had uh, I I did so much work. <laughs> I you know well, and you, I appreciate. You kind of did. You did about what two minutes of work, you know, to create Gunner. That's true. Two and minutes. And he did two minutes. Two of work. minutes. <laughs> I Two was being minutes. Generous. I, I know you were. You know, forty-five seconds at best. <laughs> that was wrong with us. Uh, a lot, but um, yeah, I always thought it was fun. I always thought it was funny. Uh, you know, that people congratulate the grandparents, and I get it. I understand. You know, it's 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 a monumental moment. Yeah. But it's like we didn't really do anything. No. You know, the, uh, Gunner and Sarah. And Skyler and Jess, they did all the work. Oh, we yeah. just get to reap the benefits of the grandchildren oh, in the absolutely. end. Absolutely. So, yep. but yeah, thank you. Mm. We're excited uh, to bring another golden into the uh, into the uh, family. And uh, Montana getting the itch. Uh, I think Trevor has the itch, ah. but they're they're being smart and they're trying to um, figure out kind of their situation. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, they're in an apartment. They have two dogs in the apartment. Is it really, a, is it really a baby? You know, zone. You know, how would that work out? I think they'd like to have a house. You know, by the time that they really start a family, I get. You know, I, I get that. I, they could go in twenty different directions of what they decide to do, and they will make up their mind what they want to do and and go from there. And we'll be happy for them the whole entire way. So. Yep. Yes, I have not seen. Uh, no, I did. I see my daughter last weekend. She was here. Um, uh, well, you know, last weekend is, is three weeks ago, but uh, she was here for. Uh, well, she went to visit, and that's when Sarah went into labor <laughs> when she showed up. So uh, after, came, but we got to go. Yeah, <laughs> we all had to work on Friday, and uh, she was on fall break from teaching mm-hmm. and. So she got to go up to the hospital bright and early Friday morning and spent most of the day holding the baby. <laughs> has Annie happened yet, or is she still working on that? Has has what? Annie. No, uh, Annie will be. Well, let's see. Uh, probably like this weekend, maybe yeah. this coming weekend. It's somewhere in the beginning of November, so it's coming yeah. up quick. 
as we kind of round out the end yeah. of as as the recording, we're rounding out the end of October. Yeah, this is still a couple of weeks, so yeah. I imagine probably should have put a plug in it earlier. So if yeah. anybody was in that area, yeah, mm. probably should have. Mm. But yeah, I don't Already. even know where it's at. I mean, I don't have any of the I don't have any of the information. Mm. Just that it's up at uh, up in Hamlin School area. So yeah. uh, we will be making the trek up there to see it. They did a great job with SpongeBob. When they put on the SpongeBob play, those kids did an amazing job for what the, uh, you know, they're young. They're yeah. young, young. Yeah. So uh, it was really cool to see it. You know, we're talking about all middle schoolers. With Annie now, they're using a ton of elementary kids as, as you know, kind of the backup um, supporting cast or whatever. And uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I've always I've always liked Annie for some weird, funky yeah. reason. Yeah, that was the first uh, play I ever seen at Wagon Wheel Theater. It was Annie? Yep. Did you see, uh, speaking of Wagon Wheel, did you see that they're putting on uh, their juniors program, You Ain't Nothing But a Werewolf? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start doing the repeats. It's uh, like, hey, come on, guys, get some new plays. I mean, you guys are just going to start running through this like crazy again. Huh? No, they don't have to build prop that way. <laughs> like, hey, we got the stuff to do that. Did you spend time in the basement in there? In the Wagonwell Theater? Yes. You you probably spent more time than I did, but... I tried to spend as little as possible. Oh, I, yeah. I had to crawl under the, uh, the the restaurant thing there on the side. They had uh-huh. a lot of stuff underneath there. So I had to crawl down under there and get some stuff out. And, really? Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a nap down here. <laughs> um, was it dirty, filthy, or just... Oh, yeah, of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what do you? Well, I mean, yeah, that was expected. I yeah. Mean. yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I made it down into where they do all the prop work down below the yeah. below there. The one thing that I really wanted to see that I didn't get to see was the orchestra pit down underneath yeah, there. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. I didn't see it either. Yeah, that's the one thing I really wanted to see. But what it what, it's cool to be able to uh, go behind the scenes of if anybody has ever went and seen a play at the wagon wheel. They do an amazing job. Yeah. And it's in a round. It's not yeah. a regular stage. Yep. You're always 10 rows from center stage. Yep. Um, you know, four sections, everything's rounded, and uh, there's really not a bad seat in the, in the house unless you're in the middle. In the middle of – if you're dead set in the middle and you have to pee – yeah. Which Frankie has that problem. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I'm part of getting old, man. It happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've seen several up there, man. I've seen oh, yeah. uh, uh, the kids do. I think uh, we. <laughs> so Josh being a year younger than Montana, yeah. and them doing all the wagon wheel junior stuff together, you know, Josh did one more year of mm-hmm. uh, of it, and I know that when they when he did that last season, we actually. It's like we got to go see him do his last one. So yeah. we, me and Bobby went, even though Montana wasn't in it, we yeah. we went and seen his uh, his final juniors program up here at Wagon Wheel. Yeah, they do a great job too. I mean, it it's pretty amazing what they kind of do in two weeks. It is unfucking believable what yeah. they do in two weeks, and it is unbelievable what those kids pull off in two weeks. Oh yeah, that is a lot. It is, and to be honest, in the four or five of them that I've seen over the over the over those years. I think I only seen one kid flub one line, you know. Yeah. You know, basically, where you knew that it was a flub. Yeah. And I mean, when those kids get in there, they are focused and they are set, and that's what they're there oh, to yeah. do. And and oh yeah, they 
Yeah, and when most of them kids, if they make a mistake, you don't know it. Yeah, yeah. If, if they, they made they, a mistake, I would have never known. But yeah. yeah, like I said, one only one was noticeable that mm-hmm. I ever saw. Yeah, I mean, they just it was just awesome what they did. Yeah, and yeah. There for that two week period, you know, I'm probably hang. I'm probably hanging around there more than I was home. Oh, know? I believe it. Yeah, because I'd come home from work and I'd have to take Josh over there, and then you know, either I would have to hang out there or Marty would hang out there, and like, man. Yeah, yeah. We always went and found things to do because yeah. you know we couldn't really be in there at that point. Yeah, it wasn't until like I, on the Saturdays. And yeah, stuff, we'd have to come in and do stuff. Yeah, I think we were only there for. I think Bobby did a couple of them. I was only there for like one, I think. But um, yeah. I don't even remember what I did. I think it was very minimal. I think I got there late because something was going on, and yeah, yeah I I snuck out yeah, of that. I would, yeah, <laughs> the only thing I really did was like I was dragging props. Bringing them in. I wanted to get down there and build them. Give me a hammer and nails. Tape measure. Yeah, I'm good at holding it. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I take a lot of gum for that. What the shit? Anyway, I can handle it. I'm a big boy. You're a big boy. You got it. All right, what do you got for me? Okay, question of the pod. 80s edition. Okay, last week we talked about the most overrated band. Who was the most underrated band, in your opinion, in the 80s? Oh, oh. I didn't get the love they rightfully deserved. Oh, Uh, Millie Vanilli. (laughs) (laughs) The The actual singers. The actual (laughs) real singers. Uh, Most underrated Oh man, I need I need a list of some sort to kind of work off of. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, you think about it. I'll give you mine. All right, mine is a band called Every Mother's Nightmare. Oh yeah, I remember those guys. They, they, those guys were awesome. I mean, I probably their biggest song was "Love Will Make Will Make You Go Blind." I think something like that. You know, I love can make you blind. I'm sorry. Walls Come Down, I think, was another one. House of Pain, not Factor Pussycat's House of Pain. You know, and then they toured with, like, Cheap Trick and Dream Theater. But, you know, they never really got that big push, I didn't think, you know. Right, right. Got a little love on, you know, Headbanger and Ball, but mainstream, no, they, you know, they were definitely, you know, they were definitely a hair band, um, I thought their stuff was really good. I just, you know, I thought they should have been maybe given a bigger push, but they weren't. Had a bigger tour or something, you know. But right, 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 right. right. I don't know how the p- politics work there. It's, it, it, the eighties were a lot different when it comes to music. You know what I'm saying? It was like, uh, um, you know, we don't have what we have today as far as. Um, you know, the internet to get us through a lot of this shit. So, yeah. you know, you really had to hustle and bustle out there. So, hold on. I think I have it. Okay. Although my favorite album didn't come out till 1991 of theirs. Yeah. But, anyway, do I want me to tell you now? Yeah. We, yeah. Are, yeah, so yeah, I'm good. Driving yeah. and Crying. Okay. I think they were one of the most... Of course, like I said... Uh, Fly Me come out in 1991, but they had several albums going building up to that. And, you know, I just think that they were an amazing band that nobody ever listened to. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's how I feel about you know every mother's nightmare. Right. Or Pretty boy Floyd. That was another one. That right. Was, right. Right. Yeah. They didn't get much love, did they? Didn't they? get much love. Right. But they were awesome. Um, I thought. <laughs> that's they, just my opinion. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Every mother's nightmare. What was uh? What was another one I had? Uh, um. Uh, uh, I thought a band they were called Jet Boy. I thought they were pretty good. Right, right. Lead singer had a big old mohawk. Right, yeah. right. I thought they were pretty good. <laughs> they didn't get a lot of love. They were one of those I bought just because I thought they looked cool in a magazine, so I went and bought their tape. Well, I mean, that's the way it should be. Mm. Sorry, I'm still kind of looking around. I know that I'm trying to think of the one that uh, Pretty Boy Floyd, I think, was one that was really good that never really got a lot of love. Oh, I'll give you one more. Uh, a band called Juliet. I think they might have been late 80s, early 90s, but... Uh, uh, I don't think I remember them. I mean, there's a lot of them I can name off, but I'm... I, I ran into them because I worked at Butterfly, okay. and uh, I, had a, I had a customer come in that was, you know, a guy that hung out with us a lot, and he turned me on to this band. I actually have the cassette, but you can't get this album anymore. Oh, really? They did a cover of You Can Leave Your Hat On, Fucking Knock Your Socks Off. Yeah. They did. Uh, there was uh, one of their songs was "I Think There's Something You Should." I think there's something you should know. I think you might be able to stream them though. Maybe. No, I mean I could go through like a lot of bands, you know, like Flea Bees or right, you know, oh, Little God, Caesars. I, you know, I forgot I, about Sleaze Bees. They were awesome. <laughs> Little Caesar, Little Angels. Sweet oh. F.A., you know. Sweet F.A., yeah. I could sit there go through a whole bunch of them. Like Sweet that. F.A., Indianapolis folks right there. Yeah. Had a chance to go see them. I think we talked about yes, that Yes, we before. did. You blew it. I remember. Blew it. Had a chance to go see them. Free <laughs> ticket. And I didn't know who they were at the time. Like, nah. Nah. <laughs> but it was a free ticket to a band. You should have just went. But I didn't really know the guy I would have went with. Oh. He well, was just kind of an acquaintance, the friend of a friend type of deal. Yeah, but you could have broed out. You could have. You could have had a new bro. Could have. Now he just fucking hates you because you made him go by himself. Yeah. Or did he go and or didn't go? I, I think he went. I don't know who he went with. But <laughs> I think I may have talked to him once or twice after that. I did know. tell you that Scott E.T. and Craig got kicked out of the yeah, Sweet F.A. concert. Yeah, bottle or something. Yeah, they dropped the bottle and they threw him out. <laughs> yeah, no, that? it does. It just that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that does not just happen. There had to have been a build up to that point. <laughs> I just want to say, no, I, I mean, never heard dropping this. bottles. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there had to have been a buildup that they didn't tell us. They were like, we dropped the bottle. We got kicked out. No, there was something else you did. They're not going to be pissed off at you for dropping a bottle. No, I'll defend them because I got, you know, this is an 80s related, but it, I was at a bar one time. I wasn't drunk, not even close. And I accidentally bumped a cup with my shoulder, uh -huh. and, it, and the girl cut me off and kicked me out. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and have you been back to that bar since? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he didn't hold a grudge, ladies no, and gentlemen. I, like, I didn't go in the actual bar side, you know. But, right. You know, I went into the, I've been in the restaurant side. This is in, in our hometown? In Warsaw. Uh-huh. Holiday Bowl. Oh. Or bowling that whatever the hell. Yeah, the bowl, the bowl, the bowl hole, <laughs> the bowl hole. I was gonna go with Gordy's. I thought maybe no, it wasn't you know, like, no, I never got kicked out of Gordy's. Man, I miss that place. They had oh, a they had a place. seafood garlic bread. 
fuck. I cannot find it anywhere else. I've got to get it. I miss it so much. I'm, I don't know why he didn't rebuild, man. That's yeah, probably a hassle. Yeah, the the plane got caught fire, burnt down. Yeah, Gordy's like, yeah, I made enough money off yeah, of this. I mean, <laughs> yeah, fucking, I'll sell this property to uh, video or, or no uh, uh, family, family video, and yeah. <laughs> which went out of business. It <laughs> <laughs> is now a. Uh, um, uh, but bu- bu- wait, I know the answer to this. Uh, oh fuck, I can't remember. They just they just moved. Somebody else just moved. Yeah, into it. I, I'm trying to figure out why they opened a video store or CD, whatever they were doing, DVD, because. No, they opened when nobody even going out and right. renting movies. They were doing it at home, right? Streaming. I mean, I'm like, how stupid. Uh, <laughs> man, streaming has just come a long way. If you want to go throw money away, throw it my way. Yeah, I'll know? take some of that. But they did have uh, Marco's Pizza in there for a while, yeah, which yeah. was pretty good. I never, I never had their we, pizza. We did it once. We because we wanted to try it, so it wasn't bad. But we, what we did was we ordered it. And then walked over to Family Video and, and walked yeah. around there for a while. Mm. We were the only ones there. <laughs> I, I do I do miss those times walking around the video store, you know, getting a video to take home for the uh-huh. night. You know, I, I do miss that. Bit. Yeah, well, now we're so spoiled with streaming. It's like, uh-huh. eh, I'll watch it later. Back then, if you went to the video store and got it, you had it for... Like what a couple night, days? A night, depending. I mean, depending on what like you get. Twenty-four hours. You better have it back. Yeah. You know, or you're starting to pay an extra fee. Oh yeah. And back then, if you didn't bring it back, you'd be paying like seventy some bucks yep. to pay because back then, nope, Vi- video they tapes were, were expensive. expensive. Yeah. And they would charge the hell out of you for yep. them. I was gonna. Did I tell you the story? I was gonna buy the doors. I wanted to buy the doors oh, when yeah, I come yeah. out of VHS. You told me that. I don't know if you said yeah. it on air or not. Um, and it was like I, t- I talked to the guy that ran Video World, and I'm like, hey, if I wanted to buy this, how much would it be? And he's like, it'd be like $100. For the- I go, for a VHS tape? <laughs> really? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, because you know, it, was it, it, was, it wasn't released yet. I, you couldn't buy it used. But uh, um, Yeah, I had the same thing. I had a girlfriend. She liked the movie um, Cry Baby with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, Johnny And I was going to buy it for her, and it was like you said. I went to the video place. They're like, "Yeah, I'll be about a hundred bucks." I'm like, "We'll order yeah. it." And I'm like, "No, you won't." Her blood drops are not like that good. That <laughs> I don't like her that much. <laughs> I mean, like twenty bucks or something. I think like, right, I'll throw a twenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might even go thirty. You gonna go thirty? No, okay. <laughs> that bitch ain't gonna get her fucking movie. <laughs> I'm hoping that was not your wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I would have bought it for her. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes, you would have. Well, I'm just saying it was. She would have bought it and took my money. (laughs) 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 I wouldn't have been asking. (laughs) Oh, shit. Good stuff. Good stuff. Man, memory lane right there, boys and girls. Welcome to the golden 80s, where it's just all about what me and Frankie fucking did in the 80s. Yeah, pretty much. We had fun. Yeah. We had a good time in the 80s. That's what it's all about. So. What do you want to talk about today? Oh, shit, Because you're talking. Because I'm talking. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. This 1985 action-adventure television series created by David or Lee David Zaloff. I can't pronounce his last name. Sorry. Was produced by Henry Winkler and John Rich. Follows... A secret agent armed with remarkable resources to solve any problem out in the field using only materials at hand. 
The show ran from 1985 to 1992 on ABC. Today, we are talking about one of my all-time favorite shows, MacGyver. MacGyver. (laughs) Yeah, I, I did not know... That Henry Winkler was involved in that show. I didn't either. I was like, hey. <laughs> you know, love I, the bonds. <laughs> I think I knew at the time, but I had totally forgotten. Yeah. And uh, just so you know, sidebar, when they rebooted it, he was also executive producer on the reboot. Oh, really? Yes. Because I looked it up. Oh, wow. Because I'm like, wait, I got to know this. But yeah. So, uh you know, I'm not going to get into a ton of details about MacGyver because, you know, this show ran for so long. Um, but I do want to talk about uh, Richard Dean Anderson a little bit. Uh, not that he really went on to do a ton more stuff in, in his acting career. I mean, that was no, pretty much his, yeah. uh, I was a big his, swan, his swan song. Yeah. But uh, what I do want to say is, let me tell you about the first time that I ran across MacGyver. Okay. Um, so... I guess, you know, I, I take it back. He did Stargate Atlantis, uh, which was a big show for him. Stargate Universe, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he did stuff, but I mean, he really wasn't prominent. People really didn't know who he was right. until... Until, well, this is, even Stargate was after. That was in the 2000s. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of taking a quick oh, glance okay, over his... Oh, Just taking a quick glance over his stuff here. But uh, So, when I was um, a kid, and... I was with my grandpa one night, uh, who I miss dearly, by the way. One one of those one of those people I miss beyond words every day. We were sitting around and flipping through the channels, and we ran across the opening of this TV show. And here is this guy, Richard Dean Anderson, and he's in like Saudi Arabia or some you know some place like that, and he's narrating what he's doing because it's just him. And he's he's getting a map. It's you know it's a map. It looks like it's been laminated. You know, it, it was hanging on the wall. And as he takes the map, then the bad guys find him and see him, and and they all this different stuff that go through him escaping while stealing this map for he's a secret agent, and all the things that he does to, in order to get free. By just using this map that he just stole off the fucking wall. Right down to his escape route was a hot air balloon. And as he's going up in the hot air balloon, they shoot a fucking hole in the balloon. So he crawls up and he tapes the map over the hole and uh, heads back. And I remember sitting there with my grandfather and I remember it like it was yesterday. Sitting there with him and just looking at him and him looking at me. And we're like, yeah, this is some really cool shit. And me and him were hooked on MacGyver. You know, uh, we watched it as much as we could together. And, of course, my mom, you know, came in on that. And she became an even bigger uh, MacGyver fan than me and my grandfather. But um, just one of my all-time favorite 80s shows. Because I think not, not only was it good, because the guy did amazing things with a roll of duct tape a swiss army knife and whatever was on hand and or basically any guy that does maintenance in a factory <laughs> <laughs> well that's true too. <laughs> we uh 
one time me and uh, my grandpa and my grandma and my sister, he had an old motor home and we were coming back from Oklahoma and I don't even remember. We was in Arkansas somewhere coming across there and he, <laughs> my grandpa was, was fucking hilarious. He swings in this rest stop and I go, Hey, why are we stopping? And he jumps out and he goes, now remember a motor home. He goes, I got to take a shit. <laughs> And he runs back to the bathroom, and we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, smoke comes rolling out of the uh, compartment there that, because uh, it was a, inside there was a lid to get to the engine, so he took this lid off, and smoke comes rolling out of there, and I remember running around to the front of it, looking in, seeing fire in the engine compartment, and grabbing the fire extinguisher and putting it out, and it had melted wiring and oh. vacuum tubes. And here we are, me and my grandfather, in the middle of Arkansas, MacGyvering this engine to get us home. <laughs> and I'm talking like, Frankie, I'm not shitting you. We're sitting there. We're looking at these two these two vacuum hoses. And they're not quite connecting, you know, because the middle's melted out. We took a fucking ink pen, cut the end off of the tube, put it in the middle, taped it together. Damn. I MacGyvered that motherfucker there like you, you would so macgyver has a lot of uh, sentimental value to me educational show really pretty much we could (laughs) learn to do a duct tape a swiss army knife and uh this today yeah in a paper clip (laughs) but uh the show did henry Winkler produced it the fonz it did run until 1992 right yes 1992 and you know they took on a lot of different uh storylines throughout the all these years uh, uh the series being you know on um there wasn't really like with some of these shows today where it's like you know they start season one and there's this big build-up you know every show was you know a beginning a middle and an end yeah so you had um some sort of uh closure after each episode which a lot of the 80s shows were like that yeah but. I, I like that because i don't like having to well if you want to know what happened you got to tune in next tune week tune no. in next week <laughs> now, now what a question i had because i can't remember because my research sucked uh-huh. um <laughs> wasn't there a, he would not the reason that he made all the contraptions because he wouldn't carry a gun he would or, not carry a gun and why wasn't that I don't remember exactly if there was some sort of, you know, dilemma that happened, which I'm sure there probably was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he just he he respected life too much to, to kill anybody. And and so, you know, he he tried really hard and everything that he did that he built that it wouldn't kill anybody. It would just, you know, he, he was always a means to an end. He needed to get away or escape or that was always the thing. You know, well, we need to figure out how to get away. Like I saw him one time um, set up. Uh, he had two uh, two uh, tanks, um, like acetylene tanks. Okay. And, uh, you know, the big bad was coming with his AK-47 and going to hunt him down. And he popped the tops off these things. He had a contraption that would break off the nozzles. And they shot and they hit the guy. You know, cause it just knocked him out. <laughs> and in the real world, it probably would have killed, killed him. him. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know. Um, oh, here. Wait a second. Uh, he favors nonviolent resolution and prefers not to handle fire, firearms due to the accidental shooting death of one of his friends when he was 12. Uh-huh. 
That makes sense. That's what I said. You know there was some backline yeah, trauma yeah. in there somewhere, but yeah, I just saw that on my Yeah, notes. I never got to really watch this. I don't know why. I mean, I had seen bits and pieces and seen some of his stuff that he did, but I never really got to sit down and watch, you know, like an episode from beginning to end. Right. I mean, I've seen like the beginning of an episode, the middle of an episode, the end of an episode, but... Never the whole episode. Right on. Well, I'm going to tell you, the map one I was just talking about was the pilot episode. Okay. So if you ever get a chance even just to watch one episode, go watch that. And just, as you're watching it, just smile and go, uh, yeah, that's Jeremy loves that because he was his grandfather. But, um, but yeah, that was the opening. And then, of course, the story went into something totally different, you know, and then you had, you know, a full 45 minutes. Well, wasn't how most of him, where they they usually started with him doing something that wasn't really related to the story they were going to do? The first couple seasons, or the, I know I think the first season was like that, where they kind of got that. But I think as they grew as a show, they kind of took the cold opening out of it and just made a, made a complete show. But, um, I can't remember if it went one season or two seasons or I can't quite remember. Um, so the, the show itself actually dealt with social issues though more so in like season four through seven, that's where they kind of got into more of the, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah. uh, I can remember one through three were mostly about MacGyver's adventures working with the United States government. And then later with uh, the Phoenix Foundation, the Phoenix, yeah. um, which he had. Hold on. I want to I want to Pete Thornton, I do believe, was the name of his best friend who who was like uh, a big guy that worked at the Phoenix Foundation, played by uh, Dana Eckcar Elcar. And then, of course, there was always Jack Dalton, who was like the guy that always got him in really big trouble, <laughs> uh, played by Bruce McGill. And uh, I did not know this until I was looking it up, but uh, Malik uh, Mal- Malim Balik, am I saying that wrong? The girl that played uh, um, Blossom? Mayim Bialik. Thank you so much. I-, I can never pronounce her name right. Say it again. Mayim Bialik. There you go. You know, I, I just call her Blossom or Amy because she was Amy on Big Bang. Fa- Amy Farrafowler. Amy Farrafowler. Uh, she was actually in this show. I don't know uh, how many episodes, but uh, she was in it. She obviously was a kid probably at the time. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Terry Hatcher was also, uh, um, I think she had a recurring role. Yeah. Um, damn it. Now I forgot what his name was. He he had a big bad. He had a guy that always came back, and uh, he, they think that you know he blew up in a building one time or blew up on a boat one time, and he always came back. But he always had the scars, you know. The face was burnt. Uh, I I looked it up, and now I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember who it was. What they call him Bob? I, I know. <laughs> Let me. I got it in my in my search history here. Let me hold on. There, I found it. It's uh, his main bad guy was was a was a character named Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah, and he was played by that guy right there, Michael Desbaris. Oh, look, there it is, right there. <laughs> See how fast I did that? Listen, <laughs> listen, don't mess with me. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's who that's who played Murdoch. He has a very familiar face. I and you know who all he's done over the years, but he is definitely a guy that's been around for a long time but i do believe that at one point murdoch 
kills Jack Dalton, which is his best friend. So say Dalton, I didn't think of Roadhouse. I know, I know. Roadhouse. It's okay. We'll let you. <laughs> we'll let you think of that. But yeah, so uh, it was. I don't even know really where to go with that. I mean, it ran till the nineteen ninety two. Last episode being May twenty first. Um, they did do a TV film. Yeah. In in 94. Didn't they do a couple of them, I thought? Uh, I just, I got the, um, um, I got one, so I don't know. They may have. Uh, they did a, um, they did a reboot. Yeah. In what, 2000? 2000. Was this recently? Yeah, I want to say like fourteen, but I don't think that's no, right. No, I think it was even even two thousand sixteen. Oh, you were close. Yeah. Um, didn't it, last as long. It went three years. It lasted yeah. three years. Did you Did you watch any of that? I one? I never watched. I just I couldn't get into somebody else being MacGyver. It just didn't look right to me. I watched previews and stuff because I I thought about watching it. Well, with me loving MacGyver so much, I actually tuned in, and it it in my mind it didn't hold up. Yeah, Uh, you know, I I think Richard Dean Anderson really brought the MacGyver character to life, and you know that's how I you know now want to remember when on the like I said I haven't seen the new episodes or anything like that the new reboot. Did they do the same shows or was it a whole new? It was a whole new thing. Yeah, it was thing. a whole new. It was a whole new deal. Yeah, I didn't know if it started out with him patching up a hot air balloon. Nope, it did not. <laughs> but it did. They did do a lot of the same. It's just more mod. They did a more modern, more modern, uh, you know, yeah. idea of of what he does. But I mean, he still fixed everything with duct tape and a Swiss Army knife, mm-hmm. and it was more prominent with the bad guys when they would catch him they're like well we'll take this and they would take a swiss army knife away from him i'm like well that makes sense <laughs> but the highlight of that fucking 2016 was uh tristan mays wow. oh my dear lord be still my heart oh oh she played Riley Davis, and she was like a tough as nails uh, ha- a computer hacker. And uh, <sighs> you know, you notice these shows nowadays with the computer hackers. Huh? They're always some hot chick, but in real life, I'm pretty sure they're just some fat dude named Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I should have went some fat dude named Brandon. <laughs> I'd say Jeremy, but you know. <laughs> Wow. I'm just messing with you, but I'm not fat. <laughs> no, you're not fat. <laughs> uh, but seriously, though, no, you're right. Though wow. it's like all the new, all the new series is all the hot ones in the old days. It was like, hey, Gerard, you gonna be able to? Oh my, I can get this done for you. It's like fuck. You spent way too much time on porn internet hacks. <laughs> That's our next episode: eighties porn. Eighties porn. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I gotta do a ton of research. <laughs> Sorry, just I've thinking, been thinking about, about that. all sorts of inappropriate things to say. Thinking about I'm that like... big gray. Anyway, eighties <laughs> uh, porn. Oh. Wow, this Why took a I turn. This took a turn for the worse, ladies and gentlemen. 
Can we get back on MacGyver? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, MacGyver. Yeah. I mean, very, you know, he was like kind of like a Miami Vice. It was one of those, if you, even if you didn't watch the show, you knew you what knew it about was. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, you walk into a girl's bedroom. In the <laughs> mid eight, which I have. <laughs> Are we back to porn? No. <laughs> no. You would find, probably find a poster of Don Johnson right beside him, Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and yep. yeah, he was a girl. good looking guy. He was a good looking yeah. guy. And now he uh, looks like, uh, see a picture of him recently. He looks like, um, oh, what was his name? Third Rock from the Sun. Um, Oh, uh, uh, John Lithgow. Yeah, John yeah. Lithgow. What do you kind of look like now? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I just was looking at a picture of him a minute ago, and yeah, I'm you're like, right. I don't think I remember John Lithgow being on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an early Lithgow in some of the some of the younger things that he did. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm lo- looking at that right now, yeah. he uh, He's like us, man. He just, he aged, yeah. and uh, he got a little poofy, and it's okay. We don't mind. Didn't he make an appearance in the reboot, I thought? I thought I'd heard that. I don't know. Yeah, I missed it if he did. I, I would imagine if if Henry Winkler was in in cahoots with both of them, then I would imagine he probably did. Uh, and why not? Yeah. You know, I think he was a good sport about it. I think he was excited for the reboot and the, and the retry See, of it. See, they should have made him bring him back at MacGyver and then the new one be like his son or well, something. You know, They yeah. learned all the tricks of the trade from his dad. Yeah, that could be. That would have been a good That would have been a good uh, way to go with that. Why weren't you writing for this? Nobody will give me a job. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I, I write for the Golden 80s, you know. That's They're, right. No. That's right. He I writes. <laughs> he writes something for the Golden Eighties. He's a workaholic for Golden Eighties right now. Yeah. They won't pay me. Although no. my wife said I had to have Jeremy for a pay for a pay raise. <laughs> like, oh, hey, I'll give you a pay raise. What are you making now? I'll double it. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> you go home and tell her I doubled your pay. <laughs> uh, I wish. I honestly do. I wish I could have. Uh, been able to hey, that uh, take time that take time we're gonna get there and as our listeners out there continue to support us so we can actually uh do this non-stop full-time all day long i mean who wouldn't want to listen to me talk all day long bobby yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> the rocker chick whatever, yeah you know, bobby yeah. rocker chick however you know her it's true <laughs> however you think you should you know her but all right, man. Well, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. If you got a chance, go check out MacGyver. I'm sure you can find it on yeah. uh, streaming services. Oh, I, yeah, and sure. uh, I know that uh, lately I've been uh, getting back into some Buffy the Vampire Slayer, trying to watch some of the old ones of those and, and uh, you know, just for fun. So if you're looking for MacGyver, I'm sure you can probably find it on Hulu or Paramount or something like that. I'm sure it's out there. But go watch the Richard Dean Anderson version. Yeah. Go watch the pilot episode and then email me at thegoldenimage80s at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of that first one. But I want you to keep in mind, it is an 80s show. So it's going to be, you know, there is some, uh, you know, some camera tricks and shit in there oh, that yeah. uh, don't really stand up. But it is what it is. So go enjoy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And just so you know, Jeremy watches Buffy for Sarah Michelle Gellar, not because of the show. Oh I no, I don't know. I listen, I I watch it for David Boreanaz. <laughs> well, we all do, but yeah. you know. <laughs> 
Sarah Michelle Geller. Good Lord. That is a girl that just kept getting hotter and hotter with she age. Did. Oh my. She got older, she got hotter. I don't I don't know how that happened. I don't know. It didn't happen for me. No, it didn't happen for me. <laughs> of course I've never been known to be good looking, but you know. Trying to think if I was ever good looking. Yeah, cause you had the long hair, rock, oh, yeah. rock style look. You yeah. know, so the girl spandex pants. The girl liked you. Cucumber in the front, never in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you had that look that the girls were gonna like, even if you were ugly as hell. That's true. That's you true. Know, I, yeah. Well, you know, I did score a hottie, so it's all good. Yeah, you that you did <laughs> that you did. The rocker chip got it going on with my big guitars. There you go. Anyway. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> ah, she doesn't listen to Gold Nights anyway. Yeah, neither of my wife. So I can say what the hell I want. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you for checking out Gold Nights today. Um, we hope you liked what you heard and heard what you liked. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. I'm going to have to stop using that. They're going to come after me from every angle, whether it's Court of Books and Booze or whether it's the Call Guys or whether it's uh, United States Paranormal or Golden Image, maybe Indiana Chiefs fans and definitely Murder Nerds. Uh, those are all of our uh, shows in the Golden Mojo Empire. I'm very proud of all of them, and I thank everybody for all their work that they're putting into you because really they're putting it in for the love of doing it and trying to build it so that we can all retire and build a mansion on a, on a deserted Island somewhere and just do nothing but podcast all day long. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. I was going to podcast today, but, uh, I was on the beach. (laughs) That my mansion sits on. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That the mansion sits on where we all have our own wings. No, and hey, wow, and we is... think we think Jeremy. I want to shout because you all don't even understand the work he does. I mean, he is so worn out. This week alone, he has recorded every night this week. I believe it's, it's true. Are you I... recording tomorrow night? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know if you had another one yet. Cause this is the third day. I didn't know if he would. Yeah, record this is... if you had anything on Friday. This is yeah, yeah. No, I've recorded four days this week. So. Uh... Uh... You know, I do love my co-host. I love working with everybody. But yeah, it, it's it's a little tiring. Oh, and then yeah. then you got to go edit all this stuff, so. Yeah, he yeah, the work he puts in makes us look like we do nothing. <laughs> and we do that sometimes pretty close. <laughs> hey, listen, it's all good. I'm happy to put the work in. I want to see us all succeed. Um so uh, actually when we do succeed, are you going to go to the Chiefs games with us when I try to get the box over there? Absolutely. Okay, just want to make sure. As long as it's inside, I ain't going. I ain't sit, I'm a wuss. I ain't sitting outside. That's why I'm a Colts fan. That's real because they have a dome. <laughs> That's funny. All right, man. Well, go check out the other ones. Go check out our website, goldenmojoent.com, and you can find all of our merchandise for Golden 80s on there. We got hoodies. We got T-shirts. We got uh, really cool pint glasses. Go pick yourself up one. As Frankie always says, Christmas is coming. You know your loved one wants a golden 80s sweatshirt because it fucking kicks ass. No, I say the holidays are coming because I don't know if you're Jewish or. Oh, what did I say? Christmas? Christmas? Yeah, you said Christmas. I don't know. You celebrate Kwanzaa. I don't know. Yeah. So I say holidays. Just 
because I don't want anybody to click off the show. So if you're Jewish, you celebrate um, uh, Hanukkah. Hanukkah, and that's like eight days of seven, eight crazy nights. Yeah, eight crazy so nights. So it's eight eight nights yeah. of gifts, right? Yeah. So there you so go. So you can give uh, a hoodie, a Golden Ladies hoodie, on the first night, and then a uh, United States of Paranormal T-shirt on the second night. Mm-hmm. Come back to Golden Ladies, get a T-shirt, get a, <laughs> a um, pint glass. Telling you, the options are should endless. We, should we put a dreidel on there? Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. Try, I'm just trying to reach out. We you know? absolutely could. Let me see if there was one on there. <laughs> that would be cool as shit. Like a little plate that says uh, "Golden Ladies" on it mm-hmm. on your dreidel. <gasps> that could be the big seller of the of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're out of here. Thank you so much for checking us out, and we will see you again next week for more 80s memorabilia. So until then, later. See you guys.